0: Hello Coconuts, welcome back to another episode of BlockCast. I'm your host Reggie, a.k.a. your Chief Financial Coconut.
1: Hi, I'm Mark and I'm the founder and CEO of Blockhead.
2: And this is Timothy Mazier, uh, Managing Editor here.
0: Yeah, finally, everybody's back in town. Right, what happened uh, last week? <laughs> yeah, past few weeks, uh, a lot of happenings, right? But, but, but we are we are all together again. It's, it's called Skyving. <laughs> Okay, no choice, our boss, boss, our boss has it, you know? It, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, but this week a lot of interesting news, some big, big, big development in the space. So yeah, I think we have we have much to cover, I don't waste too much time chit-chatting. Next time when the episode a bit more, like nothing to say, then we chit-chat a bit more, like as a feeler. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> so yeah, come. Uh, who wants to bring us through the first story this week
2: on Blockcast? Okay, so I will take the first one. It's You've seen um, the SEC and Gary Gensler in the news a lot this week. Basically, he has been grilled by the House Financial Services Committee in the US. So it's the first time he's like testifying before them. Uh, basically, he defended the agency's approach to regulating the crypto space. What the Republican senators uh, were unhappy about Basically has to do with the SEC's supervision of digital assets, and uh, you know during the hearing, they expressed their opposition to all that. Uh, particularly problematic for them was Gary Gensler's uh, incessant urging of cryptocurrency trading sites to present themselves to the agency to register. Mm. Uh, but the US. lawmakers, you know their view is that the SEC has failed to provide a clear path that allows digital asset trading for, uh, platforms to register. So no clear rules, basically.
1: I mean, it's still a shit show, I'll put it that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, if, if you if you watched uh, clips of, of the hearing, you can see him fumbling through many questions, being unclear, dodging a lot of direct questions, one of which is security. He didn't actually give a, a clear answer to that. So basically, so uh, Gary, Gary Gansler said during the testimony that it's not a matter of lack of clarity. He said that this is a field that in the main has built up around non-compliance and that's their business model. So uh, what, what, are your, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Wait, wait, did he say like the fee, the whole
0: field is built on non-compliance
2: and that's the business model? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a direct, the direct quote. That is like word for word, say. Oh, Yeah, and he also says that the agency, uh, you know, would benefit from more resources to better police this uh, asset class in general. Okay. I mean, you know, they, they, they've been on the warpath for like the past couple of months. Uh, uh. They brought many exchanges to the courtroom.
1: Mm. No, look, guys, this is something that we discussed, I think, one or two podcasts ago. And like, it is a, a view, a perspective. Some say it's a conspiracy theory, but I think there's quite a lot of credence right now. It is quite clear that, you know, this is just the politics playing out here, right? Like you have, obviously, it is in the best interest of the US government, right, to really declare like, you know, these tokens as, as securities. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's, if, if they view it as a threat to their currency, right, uh, they're going to fight tooth and nail to kind of hang on to that. mm you know, so, so I, I think that Gensler is definitely in a in a weird spot here. Uh, you know, just why you have all these like, you know, like very weasel like answers to the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but, but it's interesting, interesting because it's the Republicans that are grilling him, right? Correct. Mm, right. Exactly. The, yeah. The Republicans yeah. are less incentivized by the financial industry. Right. Yeah. So so I think that is a that is a very interesting thing. But, but if we think about it, right, is it really in such a negative light, you know, with with the US elites or the ruling class, right? Because there are a few ways to go about it, right? I mean, one way is of course to outright just ban it, right? And then and then it, it moves out of your ecosystem, it goes somewhere else, it lives as a rectech, okay, no longer as rec tech, but as a as a separate community, you know, the whole crypto space. Um the other is to essentially rope them in as as the dominant currency of the world and to to try to you know have it circulate under the USD structure, right? But why why is it so difficult for for these guys to to come to their senses on where to move? I mean, yeah, it's so weird.
2: I don't know. I mean, the, the 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 lack of clarity thing has been ongoing for a long time, and he previously hinted. That he may view cryptocurrencies that are based on proof of stake, like Ether, as securities. This is what he's hinted at in the past. Mm. Uh, he was asked this question directly. So, what is it? He dodged the question. Uh. Mm, mm. And 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 then there's also another uh, regulatory body, is CFTC, um, that also has their views on digital assets. They don't always uh, see eye to eye.
1: Interesting. I mean, to to be fair, it's not an easy issue to I would say you know like really have a clear answer on as well. I mean, because you know it is it is still new. I think maybe we should start thinking about, you know, what are the implications here, right? If let's say they do view Ether as a security. Mm, mm. Do, you, do you guys have any thoughts on no, that? No, but right?
0: before before that, we must be clear that Gensler has already publicly labeled Bitcoin um, as a commodity, right? Yeah. Okay, so so what does that constitute then in a sense of like, okay, let's say we call this thing a commodity. How does it impact Bitcoin itself, you know, or, or the regulation or the lack there of regulation of Bitcoin?
2: I mean, if it's a commodity, then you then it falls under uh, the purview of the CFTC, uh. oh. I
0: mean, and then, so it's more jurisdictionary kind of thing, like depending on who I, labels yeah. and who were regulated. correct? So, like, SEC regulate securities uh. okay okay you know what just merge the two together then okay <laughs> voila. life carries on okay but uh, I mean there's also
2: some power play between all the various regulatory some, agents, bo- bodies in the some, US some bro uh. that is yeah. like the main
0: thing <laughs> they're fighting over their territory right, yeah, yeah right. Exactly. okay Okay. so then just before we talk about the securities part uh, I just want to get a bit of color like so now that Bitcoin or like previously Bitcoin has already been labeled as a commodity right so is there no plans to regulate it or is it just gonna be there in, our, uh, in the current form as, as what it is today.
1: I, I think that that is why, you know, uh it, it, you see like, you know, like Bitcoin still holding really its place as like, you know, like the king, right, of like cryptocurrencies right now. I mean, the, the, the fact of the matter is that it, it is the same thing as like, you know, like buying something like oil or lumber, you know, like you, you can buy it at a, at a spot price and then like there is a lot less regulation there Mm. whereas like you know if it is a security it's like buying a stock or share Mm. for example okay so like you know like one one of the things that has really happened out of like say the 08 financial crisis right like you you could really limit certain products to certain classes of investors Mm. Mm. right they they could do that and i think that is potentially one one of the implications here it would just limit access Mm. to the token in question Okay. Okay. So broad level, you know, like this would definitely impact the different market capitalizations, you know, like of like the different tokens in circulation at the moment. Okay. Okay. Right. So just simply because it would be harder for people to kind of take part.
0: Fair. Fair. Yeah. Are there any other cryptos you know. that have been labeled or publicly labeled as a commodity?
2: Uh, as far as I know, no.
0: Okay. So only Bitcoin, yeah. and it's not like a jurisdiction or legislated kind of thing, right? It's just like this guy came out and said, "Okay, this is a commodity. We're not going to regulate it."
2: No, no, it was, I think it was the CFTC that 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 called Bitcoin a commodity and then they they took action against Binance. I think we talked yeah. about this a couple of weeks I, ago. Yeah,
1: the, yeah and, and so, like, you know, the, the thing that's actually really interesting to me, right, is that as far as I know, there are there a are few requirements for an asset to meet, you know, in order for it to be considered security. And I mean, Reggie, if you if you notice know better than me, like, you know, feel free to correct me. La. Okay, <laughs> right. So I think that one of the key criteria here, right? Is that there are two, right? So there are a few, but I think the main ones that I do remember is that number one, uh, there must be a formation of a common enterprise. So like, you know, a, like a business. Okay. And then second of all, some sort of promise or like some sort of like roadmap in which like, you know, like profits can be generated by the issuer. Mm. So where this actually really messes things up, right? Like or where, where there's a lot of complication right now is that Due to blockchain's promise of decentralization, many cryptocurrencies or many tokens, you know, they just fail to meet the common enterprise criteria. You can't call them businesses. You can't call them enterprise. Mm, mm. So in order for them to, to then classify these tokens as securities, right, what really needs to happen here is that we need to then expand the definition of what we consider a security.
0: Mm. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so, so, th- so th- I think that, that that is one of the core the core issues to me. Like. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. I, I, okay, yeah. I, get,
0: I get what you're saying. So then is the crypto community at this point in time want it to be considered a security or they just want it to be a commodity and just like don't disturb us?
1: <laughs> I think it depends on, on which part of the community you are going to blame the
0: Maxi to. again, right? Every time no, say the Maxi, we're not fucked you know. up.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> obviously if let's say like, you know, like I think the the actual like blockchains themselves, right, like, you know, there is just limited incentive to be, you know, classed as a security because that essentially, you know, it, it kind of stops or slows down adoption.
0: Mm,
1: because it's more opinion, expensive
0: like, to operate as a security. Yeah,
1: and, and and especially if, let's say, you know, like most of these tokens are relatively new, you, you, you would need that to, to scale rapidly, right? And this would stop things mm-hmm. from happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. it. Whereas, like the more blue chip kind of tokens, you know, have been around for a long time and we got like you know large enough market capitalizations, a lot of people are already backing it. And really, I mean, like maybe at this at this point, it kind of benefits them. Mm, mm. The service providers, the exchanges. I mean, in my opinion, they they would probably be ambivalent either way because I mean, like you know, if regulatory clarity in this sense. <laughs> Would mean more institutional investment, right? So they, there would be more money flowing in from like you know like certain pockets of the economy of the of the industry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. It's a who are you, where do you stand kind of kind exactly. of situation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, in in Gensler's view, like he just said, I mean, without specifying uh, in detail, he just said that the vast majority of crypto tokens are securities. But to your point, right, Mark, the Republicans on the committee, their criticism was that the SEC has forced digital asset market participants into regulatory frameworks that are not compatible with underlying technology nor applicable Mm -hmm. because the firm's activities do not involve. An offering of securities so yeah they, they they basically blame the lack of registrants on the sec itself
1: huh yeah that's is, that is freaking confusing <laughs> okay okay uh, are the republicans
0: <laughs> getting backed by some crypto giants is there like big lobby no. groups backing them
1: <laughs> no so so this is what i mean right like this the, the, that's a really interesting thing reggie uh, that I, I i would love to find out more on. Yeah. Uh, you know like like i frankly think that like the only reason why you see bitcoin as a commodity right now right Because it's just too late. Mm, Like, mm. you know, I think that like, if they would have kind of like, you know, like reverse course and somehow try to make it a security, right? I mean, it's going to be chaos. It's just too entrenched at the moment. Mm, mm, mm. Right? Whereas like, with the other newer uh, tokens or cryptocurrencies, right, they still have a chance to kind of like get ahead of that. Mm-hmm. You see, so like they they probably saw like or have seen what what has happened with Bitcoin and thinking like, okay, look, like you know, like if it's gonna be like more of these things coming out, like we better you know regulate, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Okay, but but yeah. I do think I mean we're also clear that Bitcoin is very different from the other stuff, right? You know, mm-hmm. like the even the ecosystem that that the others are building and all that is a divergent at this point in time. You know, but but yeah yeah, yeah you can uh, you you can say that yeah it's it's a bit too late lah. You're going to regulate now. You're gonna cause a lot more commotion, politically yeah. expensive. I don't know if you want to do it. Okay, okay. But but overall, yeah. how is the crypto market then doing after this whole like saga and shenanigan? Well,
1: Bitcoin hit 30k USD. <laughs> Check out <laughs> I mean, last that, week's that, episode. <laughs> Check out
2: last week's episode. But I think more, more related to, to what's been going on here. Ethereum rose uh like uh, more than three percent. Um, oh. And Ripple because their crypto payments platform is powered by XRP the the uh, the token. This token has been also the subject of a long uh, ongoing lawsuit with regulators. Um, I think in in twenty twenty the SEC filed a lawsuit alleging that Ripple sold one point three eight billion of this token as an unregistered security. Why mm. Yeah. But isn't Ripple like one of the most compliant,
0: you know, with with the big banks? Like, it's synonymous I mean, uh, with the big banks,
2: isn't it? Correct. I mean, it powers a lot of uh, okay. cross border transfers. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, there, 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 there are some minor differences in, in terms of definition about like Ripple and XRP and, and the Ripple Payments Network. Uh.
1: Okay. Shit, I, I, held some, I held some XRP and then that, that, all that got lost in uh, my uh, FTX account. No, no bro, that, that one is you. <laughs> At some point, it's FTX. Right. But, but yeah, yeah, we should talk about this uh, next just, time. Just saying. La. I mean, like, you know.
0: Thanks for providing more color la, of how failed you are. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes please continue tiff no no no. so that's it i mean like uh you know i i i guess everyone has been waiting for a resolution to this uh ripple case which uh, one of the earliest uh sec uh battles with, with, with the industry mm. um the ceo of ripple brad brad garlinghouse after after this testimony and all that he, he went on twitter to vent as well uh, and, and urged uh, <laughs> us politicians to address it i I, I, re- I have his quote right i mean his tweet right here it says uh for the chair of the SEC to assert that he dictates what is a security and not the legislation from which his agency derives his power is beyond comprehension. It's time for elected officials in the US to take notice. Ah, okay,
0: okay. That's a different discussion altogether. That's a different discussion. Mm. But but yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, so the uneasiness continues. The, the shit continues. There's still no clarity. You know, uh, life continues. But interesting, the the market is still relatively strong. So yeah, it is what it is. So that is story mm. one.
1: Well, I guess that uh, the segue to story two here, right, is that despite what is happening, I mean, obviously what's happening with the SEC, you know, has a huge impact on the ecosystem, but I think it's also important to remember that the US is not crypto, uh, you know. (laughs) And this is precisely why we have the problems, right? Mm. So, like, you know, like, uh, because of what's happening in the US, right, uh, with the SEC uh, and the CFTC, right, uh, you have quite a lot of like your major exchanges essentially. Going, coming out publicly to say they have or are considering leaving the US if, let's say, the regulatory situation uh, doesn't become clearer. I mean, the, the person in question here is the CEO of Coinbase, right, Brian Armstrong, he just went on Twitter, and he said, right, I quote, I think in a number of years, if we don't see that regulatory clarity emerge in the US, we may have to consider investing more elsewhere in the world. I mean, obviously, this is like... I mean, it, it is PR and it is like, you know, I think that he's trying to, to use whatever platform he has to pressure the situation. Yeah. If that actually does happen, I mean, I feel it's just going to leave a huge unserviced market and someone else is going to come in to fill the void. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So uh, aside from Coinbase, you have Bitrex, right? So they are leaving the US, you know, after being served the notice from the SEC.
2: No, no. I just wanted to point yeah. out that Coinbase received a Wells notice from SEC from the SEC last month. Yeah. So the Wells Notice uh, informs a a company that the SEC staff have recommended that the agency should take enforcement action for security law violations, Hmm. but it's not a formal charge. This is something that uh, Bittrex also received, and after that, Bittrex was charged for operating uh, an unregistered securities exchange.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, that, that, that's actually like the, the main headline. Like, you know, like, because of what's happening right now, you have, like, you know, a Coinbase, like, you know, coming up publicly to say that they will consider leaving the US. Mm. Uh, and yeah, as Tim mentioned, this comes, the backdrop to this is that, you know, Coinbase has been going through, like, numerous lawsuits. Uh, you know, they've been sort of a wealth notice from the SEC as well. Mm. So in a way, like, they're kind of being forced out, you know, I think that, that's one narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then elsewhere, you see, like, uh, Bybit, which is the world's fourth largest crypto exchange by volume. They have just joined a new influx of crypto firms into Dubai, right? So they've just opened uh, their global HQ in Dubai. Global. And this firm was previously headquartered in Singapore, right? So I think uh, aside from firms leaving the US, you know, you have like Singapore also, you have, you see, you see exits, uh, aside from Bybit, Luno is also exiting Singapore. Yeah. Wow.
2: That one is curious, right? Because they they were one of the few exchanges that got uh, in-principle approval from the MAS yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe because M. Ravi is leaving. No, Ravi Manon is leaving.
1: (laughs) M. Ravi, what the hell? I feel that (laughs) that this... Narrative of like you know like which country is more friendly for crypto etc. You know it changes it changes with uh. mm, mm. the season. I I I think that this is quite a fluid situation, mm. right? I mean, it seems to me right now like you know it's just between Singapore, Hong Kong, Dubai, uh, at least in this part of the world. Mm. Which I guess these crypto exchanges have have kind of you know they're they're deciding which country is more friendly. You know like uh uh for the for the operations. Uh. Mm.
0: Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Anyway, for all of you that didn't know, uh, Ravi menon is the chief of MAS. And uh yeah, he's, he, he's yeah. announced that he is leaving. All right. So maybe uh next report you'll see, oh, he is leading Dubai. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I never say anything. Uh Ravi Manon, you can come on the show. We're very happy to have you. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but but okay, so all this shifting, you know, it's it's kind of been ongoing, the tussle between different the jurisdictions, going to different places and all that jazz. So how is it affecting the person on the street then? You know, like the the person on the street trying to think of like, you know, um, yeah, how, how to play this game. Is it going to change the way things are done, you know, for, for, for everyone else?
1: I think from a very practical, okay, I, I can't speak for like just in, for investors at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there's a point in time, I think right smack in, or even like if you just before the, the last crypto bull cycle, right? You, you, you really read a lot about, or, or you would have friends who just hop from like, they are safe standard, like professional industries from, you know, bankers, lawyers, marketing, etc. They've all kind of like jumped into... Web3 industries, mm. right? Web3 businesses in Singapore, right? So I, I, I think that, that that could be one potential impact, like with all these big firms uh, potentially uprooting and moving elsewhere, it will hurt our economy that way because, you know, these companies do employ people, they do pay well. Uh, and then for someone who is looking for a career in this industry, uh, it just presents fewer options.
2: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Yeah. so that's one impact, I think.
2: Yeah, I think like related to that, like I've also heard a lot from you know, HR professionals, and as well as uh, crypto companies that uh, you know they they move here, they base themselves here, and they find that there's a lack of talent. Mm. So they they also find it hard to to grow and scale from here with the 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 lack of uh, of a of a pipeline of of, of talent.
0: Yeah. What kind of talent do uh, they need? did they mean ah, <laughs>
2: you're an engineer? Tim, yes. Tim,
1: Tim gets uh, headhunted and poached uh, on a on a regular basis. Uh, that's what he's trying to say.
2: So, uh, no, no no I think I support you I support you more about like you know guys with the technical knowledge and background mm. on, on, yep. on, on these things
0: that are, rules uh, us out I guess yeah, yeah that rules us uh, out they <laughs> don't need me like, I only talk for a living you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think definitely Tim has uh, he makes a strong point here uh, in the sense of like if you were to kind of set up here I guess it depends on, on what kind of uh, business it is and, and who you're looking to kind of build out and hire yeah. uh, you know the cost, the cost structures here are a lot uh, it's a lot more expensive here but i guess no, no more so in comparison to a place like hong kong and dubai yeah it's, honestly. it's not yeah it's not,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah like what yeah. what like if i if you hire someone in dubai i don't think it's cheap also so yeah it is what it is okay okay
2: yeah but um i mean there have there, been so many companies that you know in the past say three four years moved here say we're gonna set up shop headquarters blah blah blah, and then a couple of years later off they go to to dubai or and now hong kong uh, that's the mm-hmm. next big um Crypto City. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it is a I reality. Mean, it, it doesn't really affect, you know, like investors in the sense that you know we're always gonna have like our traders here, like our retail. We are always gonna have options in terms of 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 how how to buy our tokens and trade it yeah. and store yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so so that that that's always you know like uh, it's a very well serviced market yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Fair, fair. Yeah. So in, in yeah. other words, in other
0: words, because there will always be service providers out there, right? Then it doesn't really doesn't really affect the the retail crowd, right? Like whether whether where these guys shift.
2: Mm, I don't think yeah, so. That's why no. we talk I mean,
0: about that, it, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it? Okay, okay. Well, wow, wow. You know, we're trying to be legit, right? We're going to talk about the big things, right? <laughs> I,
1: I did I did bring up that, you know, like people could lose their jobs already. Oh. Don't, be, don't be heartless. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah,
2: sure. I mean, I guess these companies also have a better reading on the, the, the direction that the regulators are heading towards, mm. uh. So like maybe Luno's move is preemptive because they expect stronger uh, scrutiny of, the, of retail participation in the sector, mm-hmm. for example. I mean, a lot of smaller exchanges don't have the resources to keep up with that as well. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a stretch, uh, Tim. A bit, a bit. Huh? A bit of a stretch.
0: <laughs> but I get I get it, I get it. Uh, <laughs> some of these big boys do have uh, more clarity in terms of how things will move, right? It is what it is, but they will not come out and say it until it happens. So, yeah. yeah. That's it for the second story. And uh, this is uh, the third story for the day, which is something that I when I saw it, I was like, huh? Why? Who cares? Why would you bother? <laughs> yeah. Right? So the third story goes: Solana Labs launches smartphone, right? So I'm like, what why do you need a crypto smartphone? But they essentially launched a crypto smartphone and it said that this will go on sale on the 8th of May. With pre-order devices being shipped now, the mobile device will cost up to a thousand dollars. And it's built on hardware by Bay Area Smartphone Company OSOM. Awesome right uh, maybe got some china parts lah, you don't know right uh, yeah, <laughs> yes 512GB of storage two versatile back camera lenses a 6.67 inch OLED display and a fingerprint scanner like it will be shit with the latest android operating system in stock. who cares right <laughs> so it's like what are they trying to do <laughs> What what is the goal here why is solana releasing
2: a smartphone and what is the value here I mean, they've been developing this Solana mobile stack for a long time, right? So it's like um, the the web store with decentralized applications Mm -hmm. and then like add-ons that integrate crypto functionalities into like a phone's hardware and then software with like security features and all that for like sending, receiving, trading crypto generally. I don't think that the Solana mobile stack is widely used right now, and the that's the why they have to do their, their own phone store. Has
0: ver- that's why they exactly, have to do their yeah. own phone because nobody uses. I mean, it's also so like, it's also use. a statement, <laughs> la.
2: It's also a statement, right? Like Solana is a a, a, a big blockchain protocol. It is, it is uh, trying to grow adoption, blah blah blah. Mm. But you know, I don't know what kind of adoption you you want. You think you're gonna get with a thousand dollar smartphone yeah. that is so limited, and like obviously, only insiders have heard of this. Yeah. Uh
0: <laughs> and by the way, but, it's not called yeah. App Store, it's called a Dap Store, guys. D-A-P-P-DAP, yeah. right? It's like whoever gave the naming <laughs> an approval, right? <laughs> I mean Wow, amazing. But they did they did they did claim that they will not impose extractive fees on Depp Store apps, right? A dig at the three yeah. percent on like Apple, Google, you know, that's how they charge, right? All the Google Play, Apple Play
2: stores. Right. But Hey, apparently the Depp Store only has like a dozen. Can I mind. Then don't, don't I mean <laughs> guys come that's
1: on. That's why okay. it's that, bro. Look, D usually, dozen apps. Usually <laughs> Usually I'm like the cynical asshole in this uh, yeah. uh right around, right? But I'm gonna hold There's back a my, my, a my, my my nature. Mm-hmm right? And then offer you guys some optimism here, okay? Every other time we talk about, you know, in conversations about blockchain, crypto, Web3, etc, etc, the thing that always comes up is, yeah, but how does it matter in the real world? Like, what's a real world use case? Well, these guys are trying to find one, right? So, like, if they somehow manage to kind of pull this off, and then there is traction, right? Um, I mean, that, that's just going to help their community, like. I think that that's, where they, they, that's how they see it. Whether I'm going to buy it, I won't buy it, okay? Yeah. Uh, I won't, right? But, like, I can see how you know, it's it, certain things that evolve from a brand point of view. It can evolve to a, to a product where, like, if you carry a Solana smartphone, you know, it immediately signals you're that, not hey, smart. like... <laughs> okay, <yeah>.
0: Immediately signal <laughs> well, you're that... not smart. <laughs> right, let's be clear. Like, you Do you like, remember look, Motorola? Do you remember Motorola? Google bought yeah. Motorola quite a few years ago. That's why there's yeah. no more Motorola. Mm. And they, they no. tried to but reboot you, themselves and look at
1: what's happening. Disappear. Gone. Whole thing gone. Yeah, but you think about how this industry works, right? If you meet someone from the industry, you exchange numbers. I use Telegram instead of WhatsApp, right? I'm on Discord, you know? Um, I use Brave browser instead of like the normal ones. You do? I, I okay, don't. You better okay, don't, don't because I will right? not trust your news. Yeah. Uh. Right?
0: But,
1: <laughs> okay. but, but this follows down that similar well-trodden path, right? Like there is a, there's no reason for like, you know, I mean, look, WhatsApp works completely fine. Like why am I talking to people on Telegram? You know, same thing here. Yeah, this, this is the business strategy, in my opinion, like the Web3 community at large, they, they just like things that are, you know, that they can claim. Yeah,
0: yeah, bro, you know, right. Uh, and the thing, and the thing is, face. I don't, I don't disagree with you, right? It's a big part of identity. Maybe you carry a certain wallet, you know, like everybody. You go to the crypto fest, right? You see the T shirt, right? Oh my goodness, have you all seen those T shirts, right? So it's it's as bad as the tech bros, lah, right? So it's a there is a certain stylistics yeah. one. I'm not oh. here to to degrade where who whose style is right or wrong. No, no, no. But I'm just looking at it as a, from a business standpoint, right? Like there are many people that try to launch a smartphone and. It just died. And it, in the process of dying, right, It don't just die, you know, it essentially hurts all the other things that you do because you're allocating resources to it, right? And there must be a certain scale for it to make sense, right? If, if you don't even have a certain scale, you don't get enough people on your play store or your App store to be exact, right? And nobody's going to develop for it. You, you, you're not going to make money out of it. Right. And and the be- what what's even better? They don't even make their own phones, right? They're gonna outsource the whole portion to someone else, right? So so the the margins are gonna be, you know, what what's the margins, right, for Solana? <laughs> and I don't know if they want to put so I, much I, manpower yeah. into something like that. I mean it's it's a it's a good try, like huh? okay, ooh, cheer for you, but man, don't <laughs> man. I wanna buy the phone and I don't think anybody should buy the phone. And if I am on the board, I will slap whoever came up with this idea, right? Like please. Oh
1: well, that, that
0: is <laughs> Yeah, please. Like like phones like passe bro passe right like, like, like enough, if you tell me enough. you launch a i don't know like a wearable right i can still like close one eye and say okay I, I maybe. feel like i need to
1: buy one right now man because yeah of this.
0: it's like like exactly <laughs> like, like i mean like you look at apple they even struggle to come out with new things now they play color like every launch is about color yellow what the fuck right it's like it's like you know like and, and you want to join the game oh my goodness uh it, it's it's crazy and and what's stopping other people from just integrating the debt store into into their ecosystem if they want to. Right? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So yeah, it's, no uh, as in as in like I mean there's nothing there's nothing actually proprietary about the exactly. hardware. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that, that that that's that's the issue mm-hmm. here. Like, it, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: for all you guys so, that own Solana, right? You go and petition Solana Labs. Tell them don't do stupid things. Don't waste money. Go and double down on what matters. Right? No, it's
2: gonna, See, but, gonna but, you know the, the, this this has uh, created a, a pump in in the soul token. Yeah! <laughs>
1: Which is, which, is, which is honestly, yeah, yeah, But but that but that's the point, mm-hmm. lah. Right, like that's which is what I'm trying to say. Like you know that, that industry is so desperate to kind of like have a real world kind of like use mm-hmm. case that they can PR mm-hmm. that something like when it comes when something like this comes around, it's like. Fuck yeah, we got a freaking smartphone. I know,
0: I know. I know. Solana you know, should launch like a solar panel, pump.
1: guys. I think that's yeah, a better... Solana sounds like a solar hack, panel hack, name. Heck resistant yeah, solar panel. Love it,
0: love it, guys. Yeah, we'll invest in the Solana Labs solar panel, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, But but Greg, right. so re- related to this, right? Okay, not a phone, but just an OS mm. for Ethereum. This has existed already, you know, mm. for... Mm. At least for since mid 2022, mm. there is a Ethereum OS for mobile. Mm. Yeah, so but you can just a go to ethosmobile. I honestly, I, I I was looking into this last night because okay, first of all, it's just an OS. You need to install it on a Pixel three, a three XL or five A. <laughs> That's it. It's only, it's only optimized for three, <laughs> for three, <laughs> for for three uh, old versions of the Pixel phone. Yeah. yeah. So I have an old Pixel. Okay, mm. unfortunately, it's a three A, mm. so it, it didn't work. Oh. But I was looking into it yesterday. Very hard to find like much, um, you know, like like a community, mm. you know, like a like a you know, you always if you need any help or whatever technical stuff online, there's a lot of forums and all that. Very little on Ethereum OS, um, mm. and yeah. I think the 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 Twitter um, page only has like five thousand followers, so the pickup hasn't been great. But everything that the Solana phone has, uh, I mean, the, the 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 software, Ethos has already like decentralized messaging, no platform fees, the system level wallet, ENS integration, uh, decentralized payments, blah blah blah. Well, those are Just, everywhere these days. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, but this is like on the ETH operating system I don't now. care <laughs> I don't care <laughs> but yes you please your continue your own native wallet manager browser mm. all that stuff I mean you can look at it online Um, they, they just uh, released like an update to it last so month you say that they are stopping it no no no, no the update- <laughs> New functionalities and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. but you know, it's still limited to these three mobile phones. Okay. So, you need to have one of these phones, and then you basically, um, I forget what you call, uh, not, not jailbreak, but you yeah, basically, yeah, I know like, no, it's like the Macintosh, you not like OS jailbreak in it. Into, yeah.
0: into like with Windows inside, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, you just put your own OS on top mm-hmm. of it. Um, so you know, this is, uh, average person is not gonna do
0: this. I know, this. I know, I know. Average person don't <laughs> even use BitTorrent last time, right? I still want a jailbreak, or okay, but... <laughs> okay, but, but okay, um, I know we went on quite a spiel, right or at least i went on quite a spiel i was like what is this rubbish right but are there any other interesting like real world application in terms of like developing a hardware or something along that you guys find interesting like recently is there something new
2: no i know you mentioned wearables but that was like i think it kind of fell flat mm. um uh, there's a lot of hype about yeah that. we need a microchip a year or two ago we need a microchip
1: <laughs> um yeah no unfortunately no i have not i have not yeah,
0: yeah. okay okay, fair fair it
1: is one in fact like you know like just the, the entire basis of security in this industry right is that the more archaic it is, the more secure it is because off-chain <laughs> offline. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, really yeah, true. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I
0: know what you are saying. I know what you are saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like and, you know, at some point, really, there is going to be a, like a tattoo service for your freaking like you know, like twenty-four word seed phrase. You know. Mm. Oh, they are. They are. Yeah, so, yeah. so
2: I've seen like these seed phrase like um, security devices. Basically, yeah. you you just put like tiny little uh, metal um, letters into a thing that looks like a matchbox.
1: Ah, there you go. Like, you, you know,
2: like how typesetting in the past with yeah. newspapers, like that. Yeah. And then it goes into the box, it's fireproof, like whatever, bombproof, all that shit. It goes in, you lock it, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. That's your security. This is being sold to the crypto community. That yeah. sounds
0: like something that comes out of Texas. Right? All the crazy <laughs> doomsday pepper shit, right? But it is, <laughs> it is what it is, guys. Okay. Wow. What a great episode. I, I had a lot of fun. Right. <laughs> Any other things you guys want to add for today's
1: episode? No. I think that now I kind of have to buy the Solana no, phone don't. already. After seeing the reactions. Don't. That's all I have don't,
2: to say, right, Don't we 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 are trying to get in touch with them for a review piece. Okay, <laughs> okay,
0: okay, okay. If they get a review piece, I also want to play with. It. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a review
2: piece. <laughs> I mean, it'd be interesting to see Cohen's take on it. Like. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, mm. true. Okay, true. okay. And then I
0: think okay. if you want to see Cohen's take on the Solana phone, you must follow the the TikTok account of Blockhead, right? blockhead.co yeah, yeah. right? Go and check out their TikTok account. That's it. And yeah, we'll see. Thank you guys. See you next right. week. Thanks thanks. Hey, bye. Thanks, see you next week. Nice chatting.
1: All right. Okay, bye.
0: Hey Coconuts, so yes, uh, I hope you enjoy this new show that we're building together with the team at Blockhead and uh, the goal is very clear, right? We're not here to shield any token or be a cheerleader for any project but we feel that there's a lot of development that's going on in this space that we could cover and continue to be a little bit smarter um, as investors. I mean, eventually, you tune in every week to a financial podcast network so that you can be smarter with your investments and if it so happens, this is something that you're looking at, the crypto space, Web3, Metaverse, all these kind of stuff, and that is where we're trying to cover but not from the angle of like this is good that is bad but really trying to see it from like what is happening how is it developing and I hope you find this useful and interesting right? so if you want to continue to get more coverage around the crypto space check out blockhead.co and then we will see you next week